Hello and welcome to another podcast, Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. I'm the other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? So far, so good. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. So today we're at episode 16. Already. If these episodes, they could drive. They get their driver's license now. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, this one's Son of a Gypsy. It's mm. uh, It was directed by James Frawley, again, yep. the yep. main man. Written by Gerald Gardner, D. Caruso, and Trevor Silverman back in. Yeah, back back off the bench. Yeah, I guess uh, Dave didn't cut it. I'm like, sorry, bud, we got to bring in Trevor. You don't you don't understand yeah. it. You made it too much about one girl. That's not how we do this here. Nope. <laughs> it was originally aired on December twenty sixth, nineteen sixty six. Whoa, Boxing Day for everyone who's outside of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> it's also weird that they don't take like a Christmas hiatus. Like shows did do now. Meow. Just like, nope, keep putting them out. They had them in the can, so they'll just, boom, keep putting them out. Yeah. Whatever. They always take breaks now. You have yeah. like your mid-season finale, a couple weeks off it's, for the holidays. It's mid-season fin- That's a term that did not exist oh, yeah. in like the 80s or whatever. No. When you're watching Growing Pains, you're not plugging the mid-season finale. Yeah. Of, It'd be the uh, Christmas episode. Who's the boss? Yeah. Christmas <laughs> episode, then a couple reruns, and then it comes back. Yeah. But in the monkey's case, you keep working. But you, this, the, the very term, mid-season finale. Silly. <laughs> very silly. Very <laughs> pretentious. Yeah. All right, so um, the boys, they're sitting there across from a whole bunch of gypsies, and yep. they're hoping that they get this gig for whatever reason. Yes. And there's these gypsies, and Mike says, well, of course we're going to get to play it. You know, everybody loves rock and roll music. Uh, man, I sure hope we get this booking. What if we don't get the gig? Oh, relax. Well, yeah, everybody likes rock and roll. And then the gypsies are talking to each other, and they go, of course they're going to bring the gypsies. Everybody loves gypsy music. Huh. And so this uh, woman comes out and tells the monkeys they got the gig. And uh, then tells the gypsy, sorry, don't call us, we'll call you, essentially. Yep. The one gypsy guy, Marco, the son, there's Mama, runs the show, and there's her son, Marco, and who who was uh, Sigmund slash Igor slash Stedman, because <laughs> I could never get his name right, from the Royal Flush first ever episode of The Monkees. She's got my jacket. Yeah. That aired. In the, in the first ever episode of <clears throat> Podcast Valley Sunday. Yeah, yeah exactly. And... Uh, so he's playing an idiot again, a big, dumb, violent idiot. Yep. So Marco instantly tries to kill the monkeys. Like, he says, I'm going to kill you. Immediately. Yeah. And Mama Gypsy, she's like, no, no, no. Like, stop. You know, to show you gypsies don't hold grudges, they invite them to their camp and uh, will show them how, how, how to laugh, essentially. It's going to be yeah. good times. Yeah. And there's a horrible joke about Marco don't bite your nails and he's eating a big nail. Eating a nail. Yeah. That's ugh. Oy. I hate that kind of shit. a small joke. See, some, yeah, about this big. It's like, sometimes I think those things are funny, but when they're that kind of laid out, it's like, oh man. Yeah. But maybe at the time that was like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Like it's, Airplane wasn't out yet. It's, yes. It's, so. It's silly. Yeah, definitely. Packing them to laughs wherever you can put them. Yeah. Whatever. So go to the intro. And uh, so now the monkeys, they show up at the camp and Peter thinks it's going to be a great time, you know, being out and talks about all camp stuff. Yeah. But then the other monkeys like, no, this isn't this is going to be uh, they, they kind of smell a trap right away. Yeah. But Peter just thinks he's good in everyone. He's fine as, with it. As veteran ruse meisters. Yeah. They, they can kind of sense that uh, there's some rusing afoot. Yes, exactly. 
And so the gypsies, they say amongst themselves that they're going to use the monkeys to get the Maltese vulture, which is why they wanted to play this party. Yes. Because in this house is the Maltese vulture, and it's worth a lot of money, I guess. Yeah. The Marco wants to kill them. We need the monkeys alive. But after they get us the Maltese vulture, then if you are good, grub chicks, then you can kill them. <laughs> so he's super stoked that he's going to get to kill them. The boys show up. The gypsies dress them in gypsy clothes mm-hmm. like right away. And then they start to give them good luck charms, which are like teeth on necklaces, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. And... um the, then the, the gypsy dudes all take the monkeys, each of them separately, to show them the gypsy life, yep. essentially. And then uh, Mama tells Marco, like, you remember, you've, first you've got to knock them out, and you're going to drug them and do all this stuff and to make them steal the Maltese vulture, essentially. Yeah. Just beat them up till they say yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so Mickey's with one dude, and he has to drink tea leaves. Two in a row for tea leaves. Two in a row gang. for tea leaves. It's catching up to I'm a Believer in <laughs> sequential episodes. Still got a way to go for guns. But, yeah, definitely. Uh, so then uh, Mickey, he drinks the tea leaves, and the guy says, oh, I see your future. I see you are growing very tired. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. You know, you're right. <laughs> I see that you are going to fall down and be very unconscious. No, I got to admit, man, that's fantastic. <laughs> Davey's with a guy. He's going to teach him how to fight with knives with Marco. And Marco's going to teach him how to fight with knives. Yeah. He says, we each put a, this handkerchief in our mouth. And the first and we fight with knives. And the first person to let it go is a coward. Oh. And then he, they put this handkerchief in each of their mouths. And Marco stands up and pulls Davey off the ground. And then Davey lets go. And he says, I win. I'm a coward. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs away. <laughs> but I thought that was a pretty funny sound clip. Peter's with a guy, and as you point out, Peter's dressed as the gypsy from a couple episodes ago at the end of the pilot. Yep. Mickey and Peter are like, oh, here's some screen tests. Don't worry about the color. And uh, Peter's dressed in this outfit, so yeah. he obviously shot that. I wonder if Mickey's dressed in what Mickey... No, he was... Mickey would seem to be in his civvies. Yeah. But... Uh, maybe Peter wore those home. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's like, this is going to be the next look, I think. The gypsy look. Uh, he's showing Peter how to do gypsy dances. When you think of gypsy, you think of a dancer. I think of Ethel Merman. And he brings a woman out, and they dance around him with these um, scarves, and they spin around him, and then he's tied up in scarves. Yep. And so Peter gets captured. Mike is learning about, was it phrenology? Yes. The gypsies originated the art of phrenology. Huh? That is the reading of bumps. From the bumps on your forehead, I can tell many things. You have no bumps. And so then he takes like a vase and smashes it over Mike's head. So now he has bumps on his head. Yep. Man, these gypsies are brutal. <laughs> Just these ones, not all gypsies. So the monkeys are all tied up and they say they won't steal the Maltese vulture. But they're told that they have to or else they're going to be tortured. They have these hot pokers. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of intense. These For gypsies real. want that. <laughs> Maltese vulture. And so they fantasize about what it would be like to be tortured in the rack. Yes. And they put Davy in the rack and they stretch him out. Uh-huh. And when he gets up, he's taller than all the other monkeys. Yep. And he, t- he tells them to stand up. We are standing up. <laughs> Switcheroo yeah. from the usual yeah. Davy thing. I am standing up. Cute how they pulled that off. Yeah. It was good. It was a good one. 
So then back in reality, they're trying to talk themselves out of being scared, but it's not working. And mom asks if they're going to do it. The son has a hot poker, Marco. He's coming at them. And then Mike says, Wait, no, not that. You leave us little choice. All right, we will steal the Maltese vulture. So all the gypsies start rejoicing except for Marco because he wanted to torture them. Yeah. And he still wants to torture them. Yep. He's got some he's gotta work some things out. For real. Yeah. So they they show the monkeys a map of the party and the monkeys start drawing on it how they'd go into it. They just scribble all over it. And all of Davies involved going through bedrooms. <laughs> you pointed yep. out. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So where the birds are, man. There's Maltese vulture. Is that like a, a bird or something? I like birds. <laughs> I steal them all the time. <laughs> See, now it's, it's gone from Austin Powers to like a sexy George Harrison or something. I don't know, man. I went to San Francisco. They had the lysergic. I thought it was going to be people opening their minds. It's just a bunch of bums. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's from his. I'm not making that up. He talks about that in his uh, documentary, cool, <laughs> which is awesome. Really long, but really awesome. Anyway, uh, that was a good George. <laughs> Thank you. You just gotta keep your your lips off your teeth. <laughs> That's how you talk like George. <laughs> so the monkeys are ready to go, but the, Peter's not with them. Where's Peter? Where's Peter? He is staying here. Huh? As hostage. If you do not deliver the vulture by midnight, we will kill him. Wait, wait a minute. We're a quartet. Marco. So Marco goes with them to the ball. And he's dressed up like a monkey. The blue monkey shirt. Yes. And he's just awful. He's like... Shaking my rockers. Shaking rockers and screaming things. And Mike tells him that he's got to wait. They have to play together yep. at the same time. And he sulks because he's like, oh, no one tells me what to do. Mm-hmm. So then Mike turns to Davy, and Davy's low because he's Davy. So Mike goes down while Davy <laughs> goes up, and then Mike goes up while Davy goes down. It's just a funny, cute little scene. Yeah, a funny Some visual thing. Comedy, yeah. <laughs> I thought that. That uh, sticks out as something hilarious. And uh, they try to tell the woman hosting the ball what's going on, but she's too into her own ball, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like we all are at times time. Um, you said it, man. <laughs> so then they, they, they split up and they have to find somebody to go get the cops because they can't leave because Marco will be on to them. Uh, yes. So Mickey goes up to a guy and tells him everything. And then the guy doesn't speak English. Sir, there are thieves here that are going to steal the Maltese vulture. Yugoslavia, Grozny Polio, That guy, yeah. And that guy is played by James Frawley. Yep. It's kind of neat to see him it, on camera. I think this is his first time on camera. It won't be his last. But he shows up. That's awesome. It's cool to put a face to the, to the name and the voice because he does the commentaries. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't look like that anymore, but (laughs) 50 years later, he still looks the exact same. Uh, Davey and Mike put a message in a bottle, and they're Mm going to, they throw it out the window, and then a hand comes in and gives them two cents for the deposit. Nice. (laughs) Which is funny, and also like something you'd never see now, bottle deposits and stuff. 
It's crazy. Or pennies. Or pennies, yeah. Here in Canada. Yeah, we got rid of those pennies. So Marco tells them that some guards need to be taken care of outside of the door where the safe is yep. with the Maltese vulture. Davey goes over to them, the two guards, and was like, hey, guys, look what's going on over there. And then you see Mickey has a gun pulled on Mike. Gun. And, yep, gun. And uh, Mike's reaction is really hilarious the whole time of being st- held up. Yep. Stick him up! Help, help! Help, robbery! Who is this masked man, anyway? Help, help, gun! Oh, terror, terror, burglar! Burglar, help! Help, help! Wallet, mine, his, now! Wallet, mine, his, now. <laughs> Classic Mike. I definitely want to, I assume that that's all improv and it's just Mike going off. He's not like getting <laughs> yeah, fed lines or anything. Deadpan yeah. humor. It's good. <laughs> so the guards say that they can't help him because they have to guard the door. They're not yep. allowed to can't leave, leave their post. They're not supposed to leave their post, he keeps saying. I think. <laughs> Clever. Not supposed to leave our post. And uh, one of them is asleep. One of the guards <laughs> is asleep. So Mickey and Mike start boxing and Mickey punches Mike in the face. And then when he punches the wall, the wall moves because it's just like a cheapo set. And then they decide they're going to start a fire or just at least start fire. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. light these matches and like fire, fire, hey, fire. And they blow them out. But Mickey's won't blow out. <laughs> Eventually blows out. Yeah, but and Mickey's right the kind fingers. of laughing about it. Yeah, he sure. can't believe what well, even Mike's giving him a look like, what the hell's wrong with you? Just blow the thing out. And it won't blow it right before his fingers. Yeah. It finally goes out, which is awesome. And they throw their matches on the ground. Yeah. And then now the guards stomp over to them. <laughs> Spring into action. Yeah. And pick up the matches and throw them in the garbage. And just like, goddamn litter bugs. <laughs> I don't think that's the quote. So while they have the guards distracted, Davy sneaks into the room with like his bag and uh, has a candle. He's like, no, wrong light. And he puts the candle down and picks up and it's a flashlight. Yeah. Got the flashlight. Got swinging it around, finds a painting, pops the painting off. Behind a safe, but it's a painting of a safe. Yes. Takes that painting off, and there's a smaller safe mm-hmm. behind the painting of a safe. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So Davy has the infinity bag, and he puts it down, <laughs> just pulling like everything out of it. All kinds infinity of stuff. Infinity bag. <laughs> like a huge pair of plier things that cut yeah. chains, I guess. A bolt cutter thing, yeah. And then a rabbit. <laughs> large rabbit yeah a large live rabbit <laughs> he pulls it out then he gets some dynamite stuff hooks up to the safe and goes behind a chair blows mm-hmm. it up and he blows up the thing beside him somehow yeah strange another safe by the way this is a uh, third safe yeah put another check mark third check mark besides uh, safes and blowing up the wrong thing <laughs> blowing up the wrong thing has happened and you're attempting to blow up a safe. Yeah, as, as it does. So then he, he pick, tries to pick a lock with the stethoscope. Like puts the thing on. Yeah, yeah. He's listening to it and it's playing Last Train to Clarksville. Whenever nice. he puts it on the, the safe for whatever reason. <laughs> and then it's a real moment. He puts on gloves and he has two extra hands. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy and hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I think that's really funny. This whole That whole sequence was like pre-Zucker, Abram Zucker. Like the airplane humor. Yeah. It was just super funny. Just very silly. Some surreal, weird shit going on. Yeah, and it goes back to the don't bite your nails thing. Yeah. <clears throat> That's like the, the low-hanging fruit of all this stuff. True. Throughout this episode. Just the visualness of the, these particular puns. There's no words. Mm-hmm. No one's talking. It's just yeah. the, the jokes themselves. 
Yeah. It was neat. It's a good time. And so uh, the homeowner comes up and she wants to show her friend the Maltese vulture. Yeah. So the guards let her into the room. And then outside of the room, the gypsies are on the ground floor with Peter. If they don't drop that vulture in five minutes, it's curtains for you. Oh, for a minute, I thought you were going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Free curtains. Yeah. (laughs) Mickey and Mike burst into the room. For some reason, Mickey's like an an appraiser. Oh, it's beautiful, Madam Anthor. It's magnificent. You know, you can hardly see the floor. And he picks it like, oh, you can see it over here in the sunlight. And she's like, it's nighttime. And then he throws it out the window. And just as they're about to kill Peter, he catches the Maltese vulture. Yeah. So the homeowner woman, she looks out the window and she sees Peter has the Maltese vulture. And she tells the gypsies, who she recognizes from the audition, to grab him. So then the gypsies are in the right place at the right time. Grab Peter, bring him inside. They look like heroes. So the guards have Davy and Peter and all of them. And then Mickey says, Hey, I don't like the way that guard's acting. What are you, a talent kind or of something? <laughs> I just uh, thought that was a funny line. A little subversive. Davy's got some good lines in this one. Last couple. Even Go. just the physical comedy laughs for Davy in this one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And Captain Highliner's in the background, if you notice. <laughs> I swear it's him. Mr. He, Clean was in the other one. Yeah, it's, it's possible. There's a product placement all over the place. <laughs> yep. And the lady says that the gypsies, in her gratitude, they can take whatever they'd like. You know, which is a weird thing to throw out there. Yeah. And they say... The of course, that's what they're going to grab. She goes crazy, but it leads right into the monkey's romp, number one. I think number only. Yes. In this episode. And dollars to donuts, here we go. Keep pushing that single. I'm a believer is in for the fourth episode in a row. Boom. And in this episode, it's the only song played. In a romp style fashion, like at the yeah. beginning, there's a little bit of less dance on when they're yeah. painting through the party. Yeah, that's and it. And then there's and Marco's uh, Clarksville everything. on the safe. Yeah, but overall, this is it. So in this romp, it's the boys trying to beat up the gypsies and having no, no luck. Nope. Like these Davies a battling ram. Yeah. They just try punching them and <laughs> Davy tries the flying drop kick. It does not work. Yeah, I hope there was a mat down for him. He really goes horizontal. For real. I always go horizontal, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I love this this version of David Jones we've created. <laughs> extra swinging Davy. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> man, um, oh, man. So while this melee is happening, all the people are watching, and Mama's going around just stealing everything from them. Yeah. Like their watches, their necklaces, their wallets, everything she can get their hand, her hands on. And uh, see, I don't know if this could go now with, like, gypsies doing this. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the idea of what gypsies it's a little problematic. were versus what, like, actually they are people who are yeah. <laughs> stealing shysters. It's true. But, yeah. So, uh... And there's the same live footage of I'm a Believer from the last episode. Yeah, yeah. And probably from the episode before that, too. This Marco's with a yo-yo, and Peter cuts the string off of it. Oof. Um, yeah, just a bunch of ridiculous things. They get up, they put on football helmets to try to fight the gypsies, and yep. then they shoot a cannon right in Marco's face. <laughs> but luckily, he catches the cannonball in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. And uh, so then the guards somehow realize... Oh, because they stole the Maltese vulture right there. The yeah. guard sees them, and uh, the cops come, and they're arrested, essentially. Boom. 
And then for some reason, now Mama loves the monkeys uh, because they showed them that they don't have to steal anymore. Yeah. And they can just make more money in show business with less talent. Yeah. But they're, they're still going to jail. They get escorted out at gunpoint. Yeah. Yeah, but she's very happy about it. I love you all. You will always be my I love you all. I'm going to forget. Strange. And uh, then the boys realized that she took all their watches and their wallets. Yeah, that's why she was happy, I guess. No, might have been. Maybe that's why she went over to hug them. Yeah. To smooth yes. their stuff. Smooth. Oh, man. See, she even got me. And, uh, <laughs> no one hustles did, me, baby. Did you have a watch on earlier, Paco? <laughs> what the hell? And they asked Peter if she took his stuff, and then she real, they realized Peter's gone. She stole Peter. Stole Pete. Again. And uh, and that's how the episode ends. They go running after her. Oh. So it's a, it's a crazy episode, actually. Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, like, how do you feel about this one overall? It's pretty good. It's troubling, the, the lack of the tunes. Mm-hmm. The tunes are used just in the little, little snippet moments, except for I'm a Believer. Mm-hmm. I guess there's just a lot of uh, a lot of romping to do. Not not necessarily romping, romping, but each guy with the gypsy dude, yeah, doing a little scene. They're split up a lot, and it's definitely like a kind of a shared episode. Definitely, For the first time is not really. Yeah, it's not doesn't the episode doesn't belong to any one of the dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and also there's no uh, like female to fall in love with or anything. No. They really did that with Davy and Fern. They did it hard yeah. in that one. So like, okay, let's pull back. A little bit. They still got like uh, Maria the Gypsy has a nice MILF vibes about her. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But no one falls in love with yeah, her. Yeah, there's no uh, no young love interest in this one. Yeah. Or even old love. <laughs> Just no love. <laughs> Just general love, I guess. Um, guns in it? Yep. They're, they're guns. Yep. There's barely only one only one instance well, of guns. The cops at the end pulling the guns? Who, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, that's probably. There's, yeah. Either way, more guns. There's guns. This is well, not a gun-free episode. No. Nope. Um, highlight of the show. Great quash. I'd say for me, it's when Mike's getting held up. Yes. And that whole Mike Mickey whole thing there, I think is funny. The, yeah, the little The, the matches little is funny. There. The boxing <laughs> is funny. But the... Uh, Wallet mine is now. Wallet mine is now. It's just such a great little the delivery of it piece is of what comedy. does it. If he said it frantically, it wouldn't be as much. But just like yeah, no, wallet mine is now. <laughs> it's great. Just breaking it right down that something bad's happening. <laughs> Long story short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How can I say this guy stole my wallet in the least amount of words? That's it. That's probably it. That's exactly. It. <laughs> so yeah, for use it same or yeah, I think that's where we're at. Best musical moment. There isn't really. I'm a believer. But Not a lot. A, there's no choice. The Clarksville was a kind of surprise in the safe and <laughs> Davy's faces where he's like, "What the? Mm-hmm. What's going on here?" Things are their way of saying like, "Okay, this song's in the vault." Like you're not going to hear it. <laughs> so that's, the vault. Well, that's a pretty. Uh, we're moving on. It's pretty convoluted there, but <laughs> maybe look at the monkeys. <laughs> convoluted. True, 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 true. <laughs> but yeah, just I don't think they were thinking. Okay, let's put it in the no, stage to represent so. it. To think that's that's a bit much. I bet you Mike Nesmith would say that just to get us started. <laughs> put that in the vault, yeah. <laughs> uh, classic monkeys moment. I would say maybe the uh, the play on um, "We Are Standing Up" 
Yes, the the twist on that is very cool because the we are standing up thing is yeah, when Dave says I'm standing up, I am standing up. There yeah. we go. <laughs> they bust that out every show he was in, man, and uh, at the live show. Oh really? Oh yeah, they would always kind of try to find a way to work in that and like some various other of their jokes. Yeah, they've told almost as many times as they've sang last year in the Clarksville, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, they have a, their patter pretty down. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So, a, a couple did you knows. Uh, in the original storyline at the end, when they steal all their stuff, Peter runs after them uh-huh. to get their stuff back. And when he gets outside, he realizes that they stole his pants. Stole his pants. <laughs> he has no pants. Why, dude? So, that got ditched. <laughs> um, we already talked. Yeah, Marco is the... Same guy from Royal Flush. She's got my jacket. Vincent Beck. I'm not even sure who that is in this episode, but he pops back up in episode 41. Uh. And Gene Dianarski, who plays Zeppo, he pops up in episode 26 as Toto uh. in Monkey Chow, Maine. Wow. Which I feel is a, a show that could not be played nowadays. Just from the sound of it, and knowing that this For guy real. isn't Asian. The gypsy names are very similar to the Marx Brothers names. Yeah. Yeah, the only one is exactly the same is, is Zeppo. Yeah, Zeppo. <laughs> but they got Rocco, Kiko. I forget who the other one is. Marco, Marco instead of Harpo. Kiko instead of Chico, and Rocco instead of Groucho. Neat. Nifty. Yeah, and then Zeppo instead of Zeppo. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do with Zeppo? Yeah. Which is if you see the Marx Brothers movie, is a sentence they had to say a lot. <laughs> and eventually, there were only three Marx Brothers. Yeah. But anyway, that's another podcast. Well, eventually there was only no Marx Brothers. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Forget so if you're 100 if years you're old technical. and into the Marx Brothers, keep an eye out for yeah. our Marx Brothers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in a couple of years. No, and that's kind of cool because the monkeys very much were the Marx Brothers yep. in a lot of ways. That's what John Lennon said. Oh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, fantastic. I, yeah, I like this episode. Again, it's moving towards... Next episode will be in 67. It's true, man. Um, unless there's like a New Year's Eve episode. Or no, yeah. that still wouldn't be it, right? No, like it's aired in 67, but they probably shot it in oh, yeah. 66. But then there's the stuff they shot away from California. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Because I know it said in the production notes, this was shot in October 66. Mm-hmm. Good two-month turnaround. Yeah. It's pretty quick. This episode or the last episode I read, like when it aired, they were on the road for their first show. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. That would be terrifying, (laughs) I bet. Because, yeah, you'd come, like your first real gig is like to like an arena. Well, now they they played on that train. Other than that train, which was always (laughs) a disaster. But they have the footage of it in the box set, which blew me away. I've never seen anything. I only read about it. wild. Yeah. That was unreal to watch. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, talk about being terrified. That would probably have been so much more terrifying. You're on a moving train. It's crazy. But anyway, now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, the Wool Hat of Mystery. We're going to pull out three new songs, put them yeah. in the top 150 monkey songs, of which right now we have 42. It's true. It's true. But for today, I think, because it's a very special song, a very special role in the history of the monkeys. Uh, uh, I'm a believer. Was on for the fourth time in a row. Mm-hmm. 
and then it was number one on the charts for seven weeks in a row. That's crazy. So one might have had something to do with the other. Yeah. Probably. Exactly. So I think for that reason, we got to talk about I'm a Believer today. Oh, and put it in? And we'll put it in. An honorary slip-in? An honorary (laughs) slip-in, as they say. Wow. So yes, that's correct. Today's honorary slip-in is I'm a Believer. Here we go. Written by Neil Diamond, sung by Mickey Dolenz. Solid tune. Definitely. Like, was it ever released by anyone else? Uh, I think Neil Diamond had his own version of it out after. But like, this is the the quintessential. This is the, of the quintessential song. version of it, and then uh, Smash Mouth put it out. That's right. On the Shrek the soundtrack, Shrek. <laughs> which is just basically. Same song, but the whole thing is hosed down in uh, like Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yeah. And then I saw her face. I'm a believer. And not a trace. A doubt in my mind. Every instrument is just over neon caffeinated, and it's just, ugh. Yeah, such a weird. It's something, but at the same time. This Smash Mouth version of I'm a Believer might have been a lot of people's gateway when they're a little kid, when their parents are like, oh, that's not really a Smash Mouth song. This is a band called The Monkees. The Monkees, what are the Monkees? Well, here. Yeah. And, like, maybe that's, it's probably led to some Monkey fans. As Hopefully. begrudgingly, we, yeah. <laughs> we feel about the Smash Mouth version of the song. It kept a Monkey song in the conversation. Yeah, 100%. And, it does uh, what it does. Like, and continued the culture... It's impact on the culture. Do you think if they had just used the monkeys version of it, it would have gone like a monkeys kind of like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Give them a little bump. Maybe. Because it's so similar. I can understand, though, because it's Smash Mouth and they were like like a top 40 <laughs> band or whatever the hell. Yeah, I don't know. It, wouldn't, they put it might on. have been strange if they just popped the monkeys version into Shrek. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Do huh. the monkeys version. Yeah. Frigate. Frigate, yo. <laughs> yeah, I guess they didn't, though. But I think... In a lot of fans' eyes, I think it damaged the reputation of the song itself. Yeah, oh yeah. And to the point where I think a lot of people listening are probably in a lot of online monkeys groups, and one of them had a uh, a monkeys song ranking thing, where first, I think it's the monkeys musical tournament, and uh, first you rank the songs on the albums then they take the top three songs in each album and then make the big rank and it's like a final four style tournament crazy and more the monkeys uh i'm a believer didn't even make the top three really yeah based on fan voting that is not a top three song or more the monkeys did not make it onto the countdown i think it's on a short list of Pretty much the most important monkey songs of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but it got kicked out in qualifying. Yeah. So that's strange. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. We're not going to leave it off the list over here at Podcast Valley Sunday because mm-hmm. it's a, a major tune. It's a good tune. Nice tootling organ riff. Yeah. And uh, like a, a killer vocal performance by our guy Mickey Dolenz. Mm-hmm. And it's a song you put on someplace and everybody's into it. Yeah. Like everybody starts dancing or singing along or whatever the hell as soon as yep. it comes on. Even if they don't want to be. It's like, you know it. Everybody knows it. 
somehow. Yes, one way or another, they've been exposed to I'm a Believer. Yeah, exactly. And uh, on setlist.com, if you sort by how often the songs are played, hmm. I'm a Believer has been played more often than Clarksville. And it's yeah. not close. No, I, I believe that for sure. And that's wild to think about because oh, for a while, for a long time, you just presume Clarksville is that song that gets mm. played absolutely every time. But it's probably, I'm a believer. Yeah. It's kind of their signature tune. When I was first getting into the Monkees, I didn't really know Clarksville at all. Hmm. Like it was just another song on the greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know like how it was like the first song. And yeah. I learned that obviously as you get into things. So yeah, for me, it wasn't one of those like, holy man, because I hadn't heard it like on the radio, whereas I'm a believer in Daydream Believer. You just kind of, they're just around all the time. (laughs) The believer duo. Yeah, the believers. But yeah, so anyway, so yeah, what do you think? Where does it fit in on this Kunt Dune? Um, It's uh, probably a top 10. Like there's Stepping Stone and I Love You Better. Mm -hmm. And then... I'm a believer should be right around there. Yeah, I'd go with that. It was actually, is it better than Valerie? Oof. You know, I think Valerie's kind of important. Yeah. To us particularly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, maybe between uh, Love You Better and Valerie. Yeah. Valerie up top of that. And we'll put I'm a believer. There you go. And special shout out to uh, Mickey Dolan's high harmonies. On the chorus, every time. I, I can't do it myself. That you hear that, the high note. Ah, da, 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 da. Oh. And it's just like, once you listen for it, it's there every time. And it's, it seems like one of the things that Mickey is able to sing along with himself, hit this extra note, and it just adds another layer to the, yeah, the tune. It's the Mickey Dolan's blend of voices. <laughs> the Mickey Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... Uh, there you go. Less, less than rando, but I think it was a opportune time to talk about I'm a Believer. That's a good call. Since it was just four, on four shows in a row. We're to, and about fi- to be number one for seven weeks. Seven weeks is impressive. Very impressive. And uh, we're going to have to dig it out of the hat now. We're going to end up pulling um, it out again. True. <laughs> be a shame. Oh, man. What do we got now? What'd you pull out of the hat? <laughs> up next... Feeling it's going to be a deeper cut. Then I'm a believer. <laughs> then I'm a believer. Almost, <laughs> almost by default. It's. Uh, I guess we do have to talk about the theme from the monkeys at some point. Oh, there it is. Because it's. Uh, <laughs> it is not a deeper cut. No, <laughs> I'm a believer. How about that, folks? Here we come, walk down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. It's a rare point zero zero one percent and you pulled it out. Yeah, no, it it's definitely the song people can reference the easiest. Like, hey hey. Yeah. And it just comes up and every I'm assuming every true Monkees fan, or not true, but every like deep Monkees fan, when this song comes on, they're like, ugh. Because <laughs> it's the song that follows us all around, yeah. that people hit you with instantly after they don't play their instruments. It's true. But when we're watching the show, I never skip it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just let it roll. Oh, yeah. You it's know. a fun time. But it's on a CD. <laughs> like, ugh. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them play it either. 
Like yeah. live, I've never. I've only been to a couple of shows, but I've never seen them play it. Like, I've seen them do like a little vampy version of it, like before the monkeys even come out, before like Peter and Davey and Mickey come out. Mm-hmm. The the band will do kind of like an instrumental version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the saxophone plays the the melody, and yeah. or like it's, or the video screen will start. They'll play the a bit of the intro, and then the band will take over. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gonna, I never heard them sing it. Never heard Mickey go, here we go. Yeah. Because they're, they're already there. Yeah, exactly. Here we are. Yeah. We came down that street. <laughs> we got a bunch of funny looks from some people we had to meet. <laughs> and uh, We know you don't want this. <laughs> Come and watch us sing and play other songs. A little We're bit. the last generation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Keep going. But uh, I think we mentioned earlier, it seems very much based on uh, Catch Us If You Can by the Dave Clark Five. Now we gotta run. Mm-hmm. No more time for fun. Mm-hmm. When we're getting angry, mm-hmm. we were here with all of our might. Catch us if you can. Catch us if you can. Finger snap and intro, and here we come again, and all this, and yeah. then the the snare, and it's definitely a kind of a chopped up, rearranged yeah. version of that. Mm-hmm. And they stuck it at the front of the TV show, and there's there's your theme, and it just fills you in, like it lets you know, everything they're not going to tell you in the show. Just watch this, listen to it. Okay, let's go. Like it's going to be crazy now. So it definitely serves the purpose it needs to serve. Go wherever we want to do what we like to do we don't have time to get restless there's always something new yeah see hey hey we're the monkeys anytime or anywhere just look over your shoulder <laughs> we'll be standing there <laughs> hey hey <laughs> we're the monkeys and so forth so like it, it's on the record it's technically a monkey song yeah but I yeah it goes uh, I don't I don't love it, but there's songs on the list I probably like less. Like, it's a top forty, I think. Top forty? I think so. Depends what forty is, but I know top it's not going 40. below forty-one or forty. Don't make me count to forty. Was it the, the Peter Percival Patterson Pets Pig Porky Zone? <laughs> yeah. Hard to believe, or you think it's better than? Because then it's Region of Girl and Let's Dance On, and <laughs> you're so good to me. Oof. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> A week ago, <laughs> yeah, I think we'll pair it up with "Let's Dance On." That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, it's a good better one or worse than "Let's Dance On." I think it's more better. I was gonna say it's better just because of its importance. I'd say, yeah, yeah, "Let's yeah. Dance On." So we'll get passing. Uh, get to passing the Will had a mystery over to Paco. Thank you for today's last song. Pass the toque, you kook. <laughs> As they say, <laughs> and I am pulling out. When love comes knocking at your door. Oh, Davy. When love comes knocking at your door, just open up and let it in. All right, so more of the monkeys. Mike Nesmith's least favorite monkey record, I bet. Yeah, for sure. When love comes knocking at your door, pretty much your standard slice of Davy Jones cheese. However, it, I like the production risk, sort of. I don't know if it's a risk, but just the doubling up the vocals. 
mm-hmm. the second half when he is there's another Davy. I know when love comes knocking at your door, but you're afraid of loving me. Just open up and let it singing like a different melody over top, and it's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, and it's more of like a more of a rocky folk song Folky, than the schmaltz yeah. that he often gets yeah. attributed with. That's not cheese cheese, but it was a good talk about love. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's a safe song. Like It is. If, if, if you were asking your mom if you'd go see the monkeys, that's a song off the record. <laughs> that's a good, good point. Good point, Paco. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'd say this is probably in like the 30s, maybe. Maybe. In 30s or 40s. But I do have to say, I really do like the ending. Yeah. The, the, just the melodies Davey does and that kind of thing. I, I really think that's radical. Do you like it more than the theme for the movies? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, because it has that ending that I look forward okay. to. So it makes me listen to the whole song. There it goes. Above the theme, we got the You're So Good to Me. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe after that one, like right in that little zone. Okay. Just a lot of stuff mumbled <laughs> around at the end there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's good. They made it sound neat, that tune. Mm-hmm. Love comes knocking at your door. Yeah. Feel free to answer when love comes knocking at your door. At your door, at your door, at your door, at your door. That's the part I like, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> well, how do you think they'd explain to Davey? So, Davey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to record you singing the second verse. But we have this other piece of music you're going to record on top. So you're going to stand there's two Davies now. You wish, man. A lot of people do. Don't worry about it. You're not the only one, man. I'd love it, too. Save me time. <laughs> but it come in handy during Look Out, Here Comes Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You tell me about that song. I was like, who's tomorrow, man? <laughs> and scene. Okay. There it is. Time to put away. Thank God. The wool had a mystery, folks. And uh, that just about does it for another week here at Podcast Valley Sunday. What do you think? Yeah. Let us know what you thought of the the countdown. Yes. Hit us up on the social meds. And we will see you in seven days. So from Paco here. And Jeff. Have yourself a monkey little evening. Hey, Monkeys fans, if you like what you're hearing, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all at Podcast Valley Sunday. We'd love to hear from you. Also on our Facebook group, we'll be updating the countdown every week, so you can keep up to date with that. And if you can rate us, please rate us, but be nice. We're thin-skinned.